Today is September 21st, 2018. This is episode 97 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flatus and Shinder. to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. With me, as always, this host is like the cream filling of a Twinkie. Sweet and sugary. It's Shin. And full of air. Sure. And will probably outlive all of you. Yeah. That's too real. These hosts, these hosts are like a Swiss Miss pack roll. Excuse you, I am a fucking... I am a vanilla fucking marshmallow pie, all right? I am the fucking cream of the crop of snack yeah, cakes. You sound like vanilla cream. Yeah, either way, a little child named Debbie gave you up. So. <laughs> <laughs> Never did I think I'd hear the day where safe was vanilla. <laughs> Never did I think that uh, he would admit to it. And I'm your chocolate bear. Flash <laughs> doesn't No. This is off to a great start. Welcome to episode fucking 98. 97. Uh, 97. Seven. Welcome to episode 97. Two minutes in, we forgot the number. Oh, geez. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, he knows how to write, just not how to count. Mm. Listen, so we really I failed algebra Ritarana, twice. Or have you run Ritterana yet? Ooh. I haven't done Ritter Rock. Are you crazy? That, that explains it. Haven't. You haven't? Fuck no, I haven't. Oh, wow. It's actually a really fun raid. Uh, it is if you can do, like, math below 15. I got stupid burned out last patch. Oh, you yeah, got that, burned that out. No, don't, don't worry, we'll be talking about that later. No spoilers. No, 4.4 is no talkie today. No, no, no not about that. Not about read that. Read the show notes. Oh, you yeah, no, I read that email too. All right, well, let's, let's... God, Shin, how is it? How is it that I paid better attention to the show notes than you? I mean, Shin just got home. you cared. Also, no, I've been home for like an hour. Mails, since when does Maelstrom Radio have their shit together enough to have fucking show notes? Well, we have Dylan. Mm-hmm. You know what? That makes sense. Yep. Yeah, just we like have we have Thancred. <laughs> <laughs> well. Hi, Thancred. We wouldn't be able to do shit all without you. All right, before we get into too much, let's go through the actual news quickly. Sure. Yeah, we should probably do that. Then huh? the fun part. Yeah, uh, let's see. Patch 4.4, uh, you know, the full release of the notes came out. Of course, if you're under a fucking rock, that means patch, you know, the full patch was released on the 18th. So you probably said fuck Wait, all. To, yeah, you said fuck all to the notes. <laughs> Start playing the patch. 
Unless so. you completely forgot that you haven't done patch 4.3 either, in which case you probably skipped those to do 4.3 content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know. You want to talk some shit? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not pointing out any specific examples. I'm just saying, what if? Mm-hmm. Can Can I just Can I just say real quick the best part of these patch notes that is not like super mainline content, like the fact they're adding MSQ and shit. I love so much that they're buffing Samurai and Red Mage again, and that Red Mages are still doing less damage than me. I like the White Mage patch too. Mm-hmm. So I so see Skinny in the chat asking, what's a content? That's a good question. I don't know if SE knows the answer either. Mm. Oh, what's a content? Between con- Maelstrom hey, Radio, hey the Crucible, and Square Enix, none of us can figure out what content is. Yeah. You should true. probably ask Aetherflow Media. Hey, Bahamut, I'll let you talk shit hey. on, Square, on Square Enix when you're able to put out a single article. Just give me just one. Oof. Okay. Accept. Uh. I'll, put, I'll put out the autocomplete article. Fuck you, that's mine. I got dibs on that. <laughs> I don't think you have of them. Oh boy. Hi, Aetherflow Media. They're here. Aetherflow Media is even here to like hear our praise. That's something oh, nice. let's burn this bridge before we even cross it. Sure. Mohammed, I swear to Christ. No. All right. Well, they're awesome. Hey, Why are you doing cool, this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's not let's not listen, you're not gonna murder him today. There's no there's no uh there's no charity. <laughs> Hey, did you know that they did you know that they announced the uh season nine winners for the feast and that if you won you could probably get like some cool claws or whatever if you because that's yeah. the best weapon from that list. Yeah. And that you can officially pre-order Encyclopedia Orzia Volume Two, even uh-huh. if you're not someone who tickets the fan fest now. And isn't that really cool? Isn't that great? Uh oh, and there's a Mog Station sale on right now that I have definitely taken advantage of. And uh that sale ends on the twenty-fourth. So get in there while you still can. Those jump potions are actually reasonably fucking priced, kind of. Um, but I far be it for me to complain. And the UI guide is live to all the fun new cool things that the UI added. You can you can change things now. Yeah, you can wiggle. And soon we'll be able to save those changes. Yeah, can't wait. It's fucking weird, isn't it? Don't yeah. you love when they integrate into the patch? We're going to let you save the changes as soon as the server for the changes isn't fucking busted. Well, I mean, that's basically the same as all of their changes, right? Like, we were able to do 4.0 as soon as they fixed Rob on Savage. That's yeah. true. But, like, I got to enjoy some of 4.0 before that. I was off fucking leveling Samurai. True, could have just done all the other shit. But then you had to deal with Pippin Savage. So once you got past Rob on... <laughs> That's I remember true. I took days off of work for that shit and nothing happened. Mm. Yup. You sure fucking did. Listen, if I knew I was taking off work to get fucked. <laughs> and not even in the fun way. <laughs> also, uh, Final Fantasy 14 is going to visit Game City Vienna on yeah. October 19th to the 21st. Yep. So if you're out in Austria... Now's the time, guys. Get your tickets. Yeah, I think you, they're probably on sale by you, now, right? You, you, also, I don't believe the last thing you added to the show notes is true. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, did we confirm that yet? Because there was no, there was no response from Tall uh, Tall or Telltale. Do you want the tweet from their Twitter account? Or no? Did they fucking finally tweet out for sure? Holy shit! 
Today, Telltale Games made the difficult decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year marked by insurmountable challenges. A majority mm. of the company's employees were dismissed earlier this morning with a small group of 25 employees staying on to fulfill the company's obligations to his board and partners. Mm-hmm. CEO, P- uh, and there's a statement. Mm. Uh, they have confirmed that they are not completing the final chapter of The Walking Dead, and however, they are finishing something about Minecraft. Whoa. What? 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 So wait, they're finishing. Hold on. Hold on. They're finishing Minecraft story, but they're not going to finish the The Walking Dead series, which is their biggest series, which is like yes. the the series that everybody's been waiting for. Get the fuck yeah, out of here! Oh fuck my fuck god, Minecraft that can't be story. real. That can't be fucking real. You know what it is. It. You know what it is. Microsoft has the fucking because mi- because my- Microsoft owns Minecraft, and Microsoft's not going to let anything Minecraft related die. That's why. My, when Microsoft money is involved, Microsoft, uh, uh-uh, you're finishing that. And then like they don't have why. Microsoft paid what twenty billion for fucking or two something. Yeah, like that. Microsoft's not gonna let anything they have their hands on die. I mean, look at the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you you can just go finance an Xbox right now. <laughs> just go get one. No money down. They'll just fucking hand like you a one. fucking car. <laughs> just go get one. Hey, cool. let's fucking yeah! You roll that bitch right off the lot. You know what? Xbox. I would struggle to think of a car that would be less useful than an Xbox. Uh, I don't know. Yours? I'll take a death trap over an Xbox. So you'll take a fucking Durango. <laughs> I'll take a fucking Pinto. <laughs> a, all right. Let's, let's I'll take a fucking Gremlin. Yo, the the car. Uh, God still for, anonymous the, sources that we're talking about finishing Minecraft story mode. Uh, for Netflix, and that the Walking Dead team was laid off. For Netflix? Holy shit, what? I, Sources I, who wish to be anonymous explained that there is a skeleton crew at Telltale, but they will be working on the Minecraft story mode project for Netflix. In fact, the Walking Dead team is also laid off today, and the Walking Dead final season will not be completed. What? what? Oh my god. I mean, I guess that's what happens when you make the same game 50 times and never change the script ever, but... Uh, to be fair, all right, like, like not that you know, but look, can I talk about something real quick that's always bugged me about Telltale? In in the many years, okay. as much money as they made, that not at one single effing point did they ever update their gaming engine, ever. So what yeah. happened? What happened yeah. was in their later games, it's just it was they were trying to like render things at a higher because you know pcs and shit get better and so when when they were trying to match that resolution of like 1440p 4k screens their engine was struggling to do that and that was causing games to have like these weird glitches so like with like active time events in batman would fuck up because you couldn't do it because their engine couldn't handle it so if they put a little bit of money instead of like getting these contracts with walking dead marvel uh universal with black back to the future uh, I mean, like those are great contracts to have, but if you're not putting money I back, love Black in, to the future. I, did you say Black to the Future? <laughs> yeah, so did you. Did I? It's true, he did. Uh, I love that movie too. Listen, totally different well, movie the from Back Marty to Marty McFly makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> uh, Doc Brown. Okay, no, no, no. Let's no, no, no. Let's We're not, not going there. Stop we it. We can't. We got to stop now. We can't exit that joke. We have to exit that. Joke. Listen. Oh, there's only there. Listen, there's two Hispanic men and two white guys. <laughs> this is. I feel like there's a pimp my ride joke to be made here too. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, no. <laughs> Yo, dog, I heard you like time flux capacitors. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, can I someone Photoshop <laughs> exhibit? <laughs> Do not put Doc Brown in blackface. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Can we put exhibit's face on Doc Brown's body? No, that's just as bad. That's just as bad. This is absolutely bad. not. Yeah, I'm gonna go with save here. Do not attach me to a project that uses blackface as a punchline. I want to point out that no, no point that I say use blackface. I said Photoshop exhibit in front of a time time flux capacitor. No, but the problem is you have to warn our audience. Really, Feeny. No, Feeny's already talking about Multicoon. Oh yeah, I forgot about Multicoon. What the fuck? <laughs> what? In anime cocoon. Mm-hmm. His name is Multicoon. Multicoon. Multicoon, nani? Bad. This is real. Okay. This is real bad. So, uh-huh. uh, hey, did you guys know? Did you guys know? I, I heard. I heard mm-hmm. the Checkpoint Radio is running a charity live stream tomorrow, which is September 22nd at noon Eastern time. It is. Uh, which is 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yep. And they'll be raising money for affirmations and for the Trevor Project. Check it out and donate if you can. Sounds good. Yeah, will be running be, some what, Final FF9 Fantasy games. again? Yeah, actually, there's something else we should mention, too, that's not on that community news. But we should be talking about it because it's getting so close. Is it Extra Life? No, well, there's that, too. We should probably talk about it. <laughs> is it fan fest it is fan fest related uh so you, so you know your okay. boys actually all these boys <laughs> yeah all your boys your boys uh will you be see this live i'm so sorry yeah why would you want to if you're going to fan fest and you happen to hear that there may be a party you know at the esports arena in vegas and you're thinking like that sounds dope i wonder if i could meet flattest shin Safe as Sephiroth and Brahamit at that esports arena. Well, you can. And will they will will these four assholes be in the VIP section for some reason? Yes, we will. I uh, think so. No, no, we will be. Yes, no, we yes, will. yes, we will. We are in fact VIP guests at the Lemon Brick Radio community after party. You can meet all your favorite content creators. That's including Maelstrom Radio, The Crucible, Limit Break Radio, Fusion X will be there. Also, Sarah from, you know, Phoenix Down Radio and She Hills I Tank. So get a chance to meet all your favorite content creators. Also, there is a special guest that has not been announced yet. I have a good idea who it is. I don't even know who it is, but I have a very strong feeling I know who it is, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to give any hints because I know I would listen. I don't want a Nero to murder me and kick me out of the party before I even get there. So I will. Is not- it exhibit? It yes, <laughs> dress dressed as Dr. Brown. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> with, with 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 a hype man. All right, named Marty. On wait, 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 wait. Radio episode no. ninety-seven. Pimp by DeLorean. <laughs> Hold on, Brahmi. He's got a fly. He's got a hype man with him named Marty McFly. <laughs> God no, please. <laughs> Safe is all like Marty McWhy. I hate you all so much. Like, <laughs> make me turn this podcast around. <laughs> so.
So uh, what happened? Where were? <laughs> anyway, you want to party with us? Uh, the VIP package is sixty bucks. It's un it's unlimited drinks. You can just drink everything. <laughs> just grab the bottle of Fireball from behind the thing and start just pouring shots. They're not gonna. Well, they'll care. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. But still, it's unlimited drinks. Sixty bucks in Vegas is actually relatively cheap because actually. If you ever look at it, like I, we went to Vegas last time and a beer was like 10 bucks. So figure, you know, a $10 beer. If you're going to get drinks, six drinks, but I can do math. I know, but 60 bucks for unlimited drinks. That's not a bad deal. Uh, if you can so, drink six or more drinks. I, so I, <laughs> I, want to, I, want to do, test we, that do we know yet? Do we know yet if Limit Break Radio is going to be like, like, are we going to be paying for that? Or is it just well, everyone? Sh- yeah. There, there's, there's, sh- sh- Listen, there's a meeting tomorrow at eight between eight and nine on the Limit Break Radio on eight, eight, eight Eastern to nine Eastern p.m. You're not supposed to mention that. It's a secret meeting. It, it's yeah, it. it's the Illuminati fly. Let's fuck off. Uh, Great. Now we're all kicked out. Don't worry. I'm pretty God sure that Flattis. Listen, I'm pretty sure that meeting's in a locked area of their server where nobody can get in. I fucking hope so. Do you think the I, lizard men don't do you think live stream in meetings? Yeah, right. I'll stream the whole fucking meeting. No, I won't do that. <laughs> God. Anyway, we're fucking three episodes away from from 100. Uh, that's getting scary. Next week we will have Chili and Paul here. Uh, that's not as scary, <laughs> but you know. I don't know. Having Paul Metal on your podcast is a really bold move. I mean, about? he's been on here before. Mm-hmm. I I I love Paul Metal. Um, I I I don't know how I would feel about the odds of the exhibit Doc Brown joke going over <laughs> with Paul Metal in the call. Is all I'm saying. As I said, I have mutability on here. Mm-hmm. That's probably a good idea. Do you, do you have that in the call part of this? I do actually. That's neat. Good. Oh, good on Discord. Uh, also, to uh, to to you know talk about other things that are coming up. Uh, Extra Life is on its way. Uh, we are in the planning. Uh, Dylan came up with a great uh, event for us to do, uh, which we'll probably start setting up because we're gonna need to. Uh, and we'll we'll have more things coming and more plans and gaming. Uh, some cross games, some stuff sprinkled in there. Uh, I have 100% orange juice. We could play some anime board game bullshit. <laughs> Mostly because I want to hear a safe scream. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what I'm going to do in Vegas, mm-hmm. but I know what I'm going to try to do in Vegas. <laughs> Go on. I don't feel the need to continue with that. So anyway, no, I just I'm wanted to be say, the one babysitting your ass. Tell tell the nice people. No, it's fine. I'm gonna have a slash dance at Sukin after Vegas, and I would like yeah. to personally tell every single person who commented on my thread begging them to sell it again. With fuck you, I already got it. No one should have it but me. I want to personally tell those people that said that to go fuck themselves. Wait, you actually went and complained to the official forums? I didn't complain. Yeah. I begged. There's a difference. You got on your knees. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. I, hey, uh, about a year ago, like right, actually right about a year ago, mm-hmm. I remember being the person who said that I would totally suck Yoshi-P's dick for Slash Santetsuken, and now I don't have to. So, yeah, you're goddamn right. Are you going Not to yet. anyway out of gratefulness? Yeah. No. 
Are you sure? I mean, that you I, did get two. Technically, this contract is wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Safe, safe, real quick. What if Yoshi P comes up behind you and puts one hand on your shoulder and just whispers in your ear? He's like, payment is due now. <laughs> he whispers, what? Payment, payment is, is, is due. due now. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I will suck your dick. I will suck your fucking dick. I will do it. Just join my team. I'll suck <laughs> Oh my god. Listen. Uh-huh. Give me a slash what? Zanmato and a fucking Zanmato katana. Mm-hmm. You heard. You heard that the special trial fan fest is gonna be fucking Yojimba, right? I did. Wait, seriously? I did. No, yeah, way. and they're gonna give me a shirt when I kick his ass. I want to. I don't know about shirt. that. Yeah, I'm well, gonna beat the ever-loving man shit out of Yo Jimbo, and it's gonna be the coolest fucking thing ever. You say the man shirt last time? About the shirt. You say the man shit? Yeah, I'm gonna beat the ever-loving man shit out of Yo Jimbo, and it's Just gonna be fucking great. I want to point but out. You re- remember they didn't have shirts last time. They didn't. I thought I saw a design for a shirt. I mean, somebody nope. could have mocked that up. That's true. Someone could have mocked that mocked that up. To be fair, the trial on last fan fest was a little bit. Mm, yeah, proto Ultima. Meh. It was really fun during fan fest. I I genuinely don't care. It could be as simple as walk up and press an a QTE and I win, and I wouldn't fucking care because it's Yojimbo, and no, Yojimbo is-, is the coolest. No, what it's going to be is you ha- you get in line and then you get to the front of the line and you pay the attendant five bucks to watch a cutscene. That would be... I would though, pay yeah. the attendant five bucks to watch that fucking Yojimbo cutscene. God, you're such a fucking mark. I mark out fucking hard for that guy. He's my favorite. I like him more, more so than, than I like Stinian? fucking Odin. Mm. What if the Yojimbo? Shin. What if the Yojimbo fight had you fighting alongside of Stinian? Fuck off! Don't say these things. <laughs> Listen, I just want to make sure everyone knows that it's to, it's the year of our Lord 2018, uh-huh. and we are beyond Stinian hate. That's been that's been made clear. Everyone knows about the Stinian hate. We've moved on uh-huh. to Garlian hate. <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah, yeah, no, but we can't talk about that because of spoilers. But yeah. I oh no, behind it's, you. On guess this what? One. Spoiler alert. Fucking Saferoth hates Garlaball. That hasn't fucking changed since 2.0. I don't think that's really a controversial opinion, though. It's such a controversial opinion. You have no fucking idea, and it's infuriating. Only the Garlian are peers, though, isn't it? And we know that they're wrong anyway. They're so wrong. Mm-hmm. Man, I really hope that the people I advertise this podcast to who RP Garleans aren't listening. <laughs> if you RP at Garlean, please let us know. <laughs> oh, I made some mistakes. Yeah. I mean, so did they. I will say, no, follow us, but, you know, go, go you know, go tell the Crucible to fuck off, but still follow us. <laughs> Hey, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate Garly and our peers. I just hate Garlemalt. There's a difference. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so, uh, let's, let's, anyways, keep, yeah, let's, let's keep moving. Uh, Safe sent us an email a couple weeks back and I think he forgot what he wrote us. So I'm going to read it. <laughs> sort of remind him. I did not forget what I wrote because I, it's in the notes so you can see it, but that I'm gonna, is exactly why I did not forget what I wrote. Would you right, like okay. me to read it myself? Sure. I think you'll, you'll, your tone and inflection will, will help sell it. 
Also, when you say I've been taking, it doesn't come across as well as when he actually reads it himself. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, so as I wrote, I've been taking you guys' advice and splitting my FF14 attention a bit so I don't get burned out. Uh, this was specifically written after the episode where you guys asked for emails and mentioned that maybe people should be splitting their attention between different games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been drinking straight from the tap of Yakuza Kiwami 2, which is a fucking amazing game, and I've expanded my RP to include more tabletop games and even a little bit of Discord-based stuff in recent times. My core problem, and one maybe you guys can help with, is that I find myself tired with FF14, but no substitute is FF14-y enough. There's no tabletop settings that hit the same niche, and no RP groups I can think of that have world-building and background and that sort of thing that feels as good in the same way. And to clarify that point real quick, like Shadowrun has a whole lot of depth. Shadowrun is nothing like Final Fantasy XIV. And that's what the problem boils down to, is I want more of the same, but not the same. It's like dropping pizza from my diet and replacing it with spaghetti. Like, yeah, it's good, and it is similar, but no matter what I do, the spaghetti is never going to be pizza. Not with that attitude. Yeah. I Almost, I feel like you should have said, like, a Hot Pocket versus a pizza. Like, it's similar, <laughs> but it's never going to be and, as good. No, no, no. One is objectively much, much worse. Yeah, that's, well... Some people really like hot pockets. Are terrible. Some, but some when you compare really, them to a good pizza, it's some, terrible. Listen, there's some people that fucking love hot pockets. Some people love hot pockets. I don't. And they can fight me. They're horrible. C- compare it to like, like a Panzerati or Calzone. The garlic bread crust. Mm. I have never. I okay. So rather than talk about hot top. <laughs> let's talk about hot topic what's the new fashion <laughs> let's talk about hot topic i legitimately went there with brohammet when i went to visit him and let me tell you uh-huh. i was very disappointed that they did not have the fucking thing that i wanted because i wanted some fucking vampire couture and they're like oh yeah uh we stopped selling this thing a year ago and it's women's anyway and i'm like oh we could probably spend about 130 dollars at hot topic last month i uh of course you fucking did was it on pop figures no, I bought a Spider-Man t-shirt, uh-huh. a PlayStation button-up short sleeve, and a Diva hoodie. Of course. You notice how Hot Topic changed from, like, well, essentially Vampire Couture to, <laughs> to now it's all gaming and pop culture shit? Dude, yeah, I, I had the weirdest fucking experience when I went to Hot Topic the last time I went there mm-hmm. because it feels like what I imagine people a hundred years from now are going to assume this era was like, because you have fucking 1992 green Bay songs on sword art online AMVs. And it just feels like they don't like motherfucker. No one's listened to fucking dookie in like no one in the mainstream has been listening to dookie in the past year, guys. That's not hitting the radio fucking Welcome to Paradise isn't hitting the fucking top 20. Why is that playing over fucking Sword Art Online? First of all. What the hell is going on? First of all, I've listened to Duke. Let's see. Yeah. yeah and like we said, a, no one of import. No yeah. one in the mainstream, Flatus. Yeah, yeah, I know. Listen, I know where I'm at. I'm, I'm the there's oldest no, motherfucker here, right? Besides how shit looks. There's no top 20 radio playing fucking... There's no top 20 radio playing fucking Dookie? Mm, no. Radio? No, that, no. That's right. I don't know if I could identify any song in the top 20 right now. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I can do it either. I think if you gave me 100 songs and told me 20 of them were the top 20, I might be able to get two. Hmm. I mean, they all sound this really similar, like so it's kind of hard. Maybe I could probably name a, uh, 
Queen B. Is Despacito still in the top 20? This is, this Gucci this gang, is. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Uh, Was Despacito in the top 20? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Did the power of memes carry it that high? Oh, no, I course. think it's the other way. No, it became the top 20 and it flipped and then the memes took it down. Or the memes were as they should. Yeah, I don't know. I... So, like, the closest I've come big air quotes on closest to and emulating the final fantasy to come. <laughs> yeah we were all thinking it i saw shin laugh and we were all they were all terrible people <laughs> we all looked terrible i fucking know uh-huh all right continue. i wasn't gonna say anything uh-huh. the closest i've come to ff14 being emulated outside of ff14 is trying to run the fucking D source book for final fantasy 14 and fifth edition D, mm-hmm. uh and it doesn't work and here I thought it had been in your private folder. Listen, okay, first off, don't bring that yes. up when there's people that don't know me very well listening. Second off, um, I specifically mean it in the sense that while it does while it is a great source book and all, like it doesn't give me the feeling. It's not it's not right. And also I don't know anyone who would fucking GM it. And I don't want to fucking GM all the time, always, forever. Sometimes you want to be the so, player. <laughs> but, can, One of my questions, I guess, with this would be, is it because you're not finding like the same level of depth and knowledge in it? And is that something like you're not as familiar with those settings or, or other people aren't as familiar with those settings? Or is it the setting itself that you're finding the issues with? So what really appeals to me about Final Fantasy fourteen is the setting of Yorzia and the nature of the plot in that it's written in this way where you don't only follow the main character. Like in fucking basically every other setting I'm aware of, I have I don't fuck with MMOs. So I'm sure fucking WoW does this too. As I say, that's probably as everyone has told issue, me. Right? Probably. Because like with Eva 14, you have all these side quests and all these side jobs. Like fucking there's probably no way in hell that the Weaver quest line is ever going to show up in the main story as something relevant, but it's there and it's world building. And so if you play through the Weaver quest line and you go, fuck it, I want a character that's a Weaver. You have all this tier already as inspiration to make that character. When you do like fucking, I had the idea to make a Yakuza character because I fucked around looking around Kugane and found out there's a little pit that has Yakuza in it. Like there's the fucking start of that. You can't get that in a fucking D&D book. You can't get that kind of thing out of that because no matter what they try, every tabletop game I have ever looked at, ever, that has that kind of depth or has that level of depth as far as how much they flesh out their world building, it's always focused on extremely important things. And there's also just the fact that when you're playing a tabletop game, you want to play a character that's important. You don't want to play fucking, you know, I run, I play a character that is a fucking fuck up that just, is a bard and wanders around and has a fucked up arm and is just generally not great at things. Like that's not something you'd play as a fucking D and D character. Uh, I think that depends on your group too. Right. Like, and especially with the DM, like a lot of times D and D worlds and the world building isn't terribly fleshed out. Like they have a lot of the main important things that they think should be involved with this world and, and give a lot of information around that. But then they leave a lot of the, the nitty gritty details up to the DM and the players to actually build the world that they want like for most of these settings and scenarios it's not about going into a pre-built world it's about building your own 
system, your own scenario, like what happens. Uh, I've been involved in games where, yeah, sure, the entire world's flushed out and everything's there and I'm just playing along as a character that's getting by. And I've also been involved in games where like we build the world as we go. And, and those are always a lot more engaging because you're actually involved in doing things for it. I mean, the last game that I played, I was playing a stupid bard, uh, like I think it was a human bard or something like that, who basically I did all my damage by making terrible, terrible puns because I just use vicious mockery all the time. And my like best friend was a completely new person to D&D who played a 90 some odd year old elf who is like my little sibling because he was basically incompetent and didn't know how to do anything that but, sounds great and by the like, way vicious mockery is a great name <laughs> vicious great mockery style. is the best power in all of can that be the name of this episode yes vicious mockery <laughs> only if you earn it yeah all right let's not give Bahamut a challenge like that he might be throwing out some burns equivalent to what i said before we went live <laughs> <laughs> 2.5 or 3d <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh, no oh no uh, the, the problem comes down to like yeah no I do love playing tabletop I am involved in I think three games right now if you count depending on how you count it uh, and I do enjoy them they fill a different kind of hunger from the FF14 because I get I end up getting caught in this loop inevitably towards the end of patches. And especially with 3.3, because that was just kind of lackluster for me. 4.3, um, I'm guessing, because 3.3 was amazing. Uh, okay, so I, I did hate 3.3, but I was referring to 4.3. You're correct. Okay. Um, I hated 3.3 in part because I didn't play the raids or the fucking whatever at the time so it was just msq and i hate that part of the msq but that's a side um so like my thing is i i start getting tired of the game and it's this vicious cycle of i keep coming back to it for rp and i don't get tired of the rp but it hits a point where it's like well you can tell when i'm rping because i log on rp and then fucking bail and i end up with this point where like i don't even i have characters i haven't logged on to and like a month and a half because I didn't have a reason to RP them recently. And it's just this weird problem of it's, I can't quit the game because I have nothing else that feels. Well, why can't I quit you? But it also gets to the point where it's a fucking burden to bash my face against it. Uh, I mean, I mean, not to speak on the D and D thing. I mean, I've, to say that as well like i've played in games where the nitty-gritty was super important like the little things i've had that dm where he his world was so unique that the little stuff was important to him like asking a, a passerby would have made all the difference to us in our quests um so it, it's kind of like that i i think you and i talked talked privately and I asked you the question when you when you dm a game what's important to you building world and you explained it to me uh and I and I said, take all that, do the exact opposite, and that's how MMOs work. Because <laughs> to for the benefit of the people listening, mm-hmm. uh, what I do when I make a tabletop game is I figure out what my players want, and I figure out what kind of characters they're going to make, and then I build the entire world and the entire setting and the entire plot of the campaign around what facilitates 
what they want to do and what would best fit the kind of character they're playing. Now, so, and if you're talking about flipping that completely around, I, I kind of disagree with that. I think MMOs do a lot of that, but they don't focus on it exclusively. They also build out the rich backstory for everything else. They like, do. I, no Final Fantasy does this. I know WoW does this. I know EverQuest has done this. Guild Wars. I know that Rift has done this. I know that other games probably all of them, it. almost all of them. But there is a huge, huge amount of lore that, as players, we almost never see that the lore teams and the devs build up internally so that they can keep everything consistent and working. Um, I know I remember reading about Tryon having like internal wikis on this. I'm pretty sure WoW has internal wikis, uh, EverQuest with the same sort of things. And they had dev teams and lore teams that were just building all this stuff. And we didn't know like 80% of the lore that went into this game. Can, can, can I... Not only does Blizzard have a wiki, Blizzard has a fucking goddamn library and they legitimately hire people called lore keepers that legitimately work in this library of lore that's based in WoW. It is a, I know because Morgard, who work, was working on EverQuest next, got a job and is now a lore keeper over at Blizzard. And it's the cool. awesome. Oh, I can't man. tell if that title is amazing or the most irritatingly pretentious thing in the world. It's the most have amazing. You ever, have you ever seen software engineering titles? Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, it's definitely not the most pretentious <laughs> thing ever. It's not, because they're actually really excited about doing that. Uh, the lore for WoW is a lot super, it's super deep and rich. Like, like a lot of people see WoW for what, like, what, what's on the outside. But Blizzard puts a lot on, like, super deep things into their game. Like, uh, as much as people love hating on WoW, WoW has an incredibly rich lore that includes multiple books, games, everything. Like they've been building this lore since what, 94, 95? Yeah, and it spans, I mean, technically their lore goes back thousands and like almost a hundreds of thousands of years. Like it goes back to the creation of the universe, the Titans, the old guy. Like they've released art books that explain the lore. And they're gorgeous pieces. Like I like I have them and they're amazing. And they release they released all the lore all the way up into Warcraft 3? Warcraft, everything right before War, World of Warcraft, because at that point, that's when the they're saying the lore is available and ready for people to go out and play. So essentially, they released all this content. Um, so really safe. I, like, I think, you know, I'm not trying to say part of the problem is I know like you do have holdups with like WoW's art style. And I'm not telling you to go play Warcraft, but there are a lot of other MMOs that do world building really, really well. Um there's also a lot of them that do it really, really badly. So like yes. you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, I do agree. I think for the type of content that you're kind of looking for, MMOs fill that niche really, really well. Okay. And I, I am glad to hear that. Like As much as I can no longer play the game anymore, I found that EverQuest and EverQuest 2, their communities were really, really good. They had a very strong RP group within there as well. And they had an incredibly rich lore as well. Like It was originally written by some of the uh, devs working on the WoW lore. So like mm-hmm. they had an amazing story as well and lots to work with and uh, lots of people involved and very in-depth kind of not so popular anymore and the graphics are a bit dated as well but there are other things out there i think yeah 
And and I, I do want to clarify because I've had people ask me this before. That's specifically why I want to clarify this is to me, it's not the fidelity of the graphics in WoW that is the problem for me. It is the aesthetic of the graphics. Like even when they're making like the fucking the fucking full CG movies and shit like that, you know, like no matter how high fidelity you make the graphics of the game, I don't like how things are proportioned. I don't like how things tend to be lit. I don't like what the various races within WoW look like. I don't enjoy it. I don't like that humans look like they're fucking space marines. What he's that's, saying is that WoW's not fuckable enough for him. It, that's not necessarily it's, true. It's exactly they, the opposite of that. They, they don't look like space <laughs> marines. It's just they're too fuckable for you. They, but the problem is they don't look like space marines. It's it's the it's sometimes the big the, ass shoulder pauldrons no, and the smaller that, heads. No, no, they fixed a lot of that. They 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 stopped that. That that, that is, that's all big shoulders. No, that's and that's only on orcs. Honestly, any creep, any race that's a large race is gonna get larger shoulders. But even humans have like I can show you fucking sets where the shoulders are fine. It's just depending on like the style of the raid gear that comes out during that time. But that's it. Like that's just an art style they pick for that time. Uh, but that I also changes. hate that the elves have ears that are bigger than their fucking torsos. Yeah, but Lalafells almost have the same. Yeah, I don't like Lalafells. Fair. But you don't have to play I, elf. <laughs> yeah. So if we're, if we're talking about games that aren't out, but things that you to watch, I know like Kane brings up Ashes of Creation is supposed to have some really interesting stuff. I, uh, Pantheon I, Rise of the Fallen is supposed to have some really good people working on it. Uh, kind of going back to a more hardcore old school thing, but also with a heavy focus on lore. And, and um, RP, oddly enough, too. And RP. Uh, oh, shoot, what's the other ones? Chronicles of Illyria is still way out, but it's focusing heavily, heavily on player-created uh, story and game. And, yeah. like, being just a normal person, not, like, some superhero uh, hobo I- you, you want to put me in the I remember you want to put me out in the middle of the woods in a cave and just making swords and then hand them to adventurers that pass by. I 100% want to do that when Chronicles of Valeria comes out. I want to be the old man in a cave. <laughs> so it is dangerous to go alone. Sounds, Take this. That actually sounds fucking awesome. And you can do that. So in that this game. is the danger with like pre-release games. They all sound amazing when you first read about them and then by the time they come out you it's it's really terrible but i'll send you some links after the show because yeah. there's probably some stuff that you might be interested in like I just really from a, a concept that. yeah and i will say all this. these mmos and like i'm i'm really shocked that you guys aren't like bringing up the heavy guns like ever jane oh ever jane <laughs> oh jeez. i don't know anything <laughs> about this yeah so. you should <laughs> Uh, because I mentioned it to Dylan, and Dylan's like, "Wait, there's a game like that?" I was like, "Yeah," and Dylan wants to play it for extra life. I mean, I would true. love to play Everjane. <laughs> oh no, also, we should. Like, there, there are games that are like cyberpunk pirates. Uh, what is it? Flying airship battles. Mm-hmm. MMO. Hey, it sounds rad as shit. Hey, sh- right? Hey, can't sh- remember the name of it offhand. I, I can't remember. I, you know, like sometimes like people ask or like. I forget what's going on in the EQ universe, and I had to go look it up. But sure enough, fucking, they're releasing a new expansion, and they're going to fucking, they're returning to. Oh Guck. yeah, every year was proper. They're returning to Guck. <laughs> Again. Returning to well, EQ two. I mean, we're going back. EQ two had like the ruins of Guck back when I played That's like the, ten years ago. Yeah, well, now they're returning to Guck, so some shit's going down. There's new fabled dungeons. Return to Guck sounds like... Mm -hmm. Guck was the troll city. It was the troll city. 
There's it looks like, to be like two headed fucking for, a lot of skeletons and shit, zombies. For all the the stuff that hits there, I 100% love the EverQuest universe, the lore, everything, and it's so much better than the Final Fantasy universe. Not gonna lie, it's so much more in depth. I I do want to say, by the way, uh, for the sake of like, um, I I do genuinely appreciate the advice with this and I am going to listen to it and I very much welcome the things you guys are sending me after the show. Uh, 4.4 kind of just cured all of that malaise I had mm-hmm. and I'm back to... It does. We have I, four more I yesterday, I yesterday re-rolled a fucking character into being a new character and took advantage of that Mog Station sale and I'm just going to blitz through the entire story by being a level 60 machinist. On Balmung, yeah. Hey, me too. Yeah. I'm on Balmung. Except not oh. as a 60 machinist. I no. haven't figured out who I'm boosting or like what I'm boosting yet. I'm but I have a character there now. Yeah, D- Dylan boosted well, me. Yeah. Dylan skipped me in story and and made me a Dark Knight so I can go see a Lucky Sparrow I, show. I highly recommend uh, I guess it's too late for you, Flattis, but Shin... Uh, if you're if you're into it, uh, I recommend boosting job, but not MSQ, because the amount of money you make from just ca- like casually annihilating the MSQ, which it's trivial to do. Yeah, skipping cutscenes, uh, like it's just it's absolutely trivial to clear the content, especially because you can unsync the old dungeons at a level as a level sixty and get all the way to Heavensward doing that. Like the amount of money you make is not to be understated. I I took a character from uh, level 52 Heavensward quests all the way to end game of Stormblood and finished out 4.0 and then bought them a full uh, a full gear set of the level 350 like a week before the patch. Um, and after that, I still had made a uh, 1.5 mil, which on Balmung means good, a lot. Yeah. On Balmung, that means a whole lot more than it does on other servers. I mean, I'll say this. I just, I, that's a time investment I don't have. <laughs> As I say, I've got like eight point something on Gilgamesh right now and I'm poor. No, it's not even the I, money. It's just the MS, having to run through the MSQ again. I just saw that kind of. As long fair. as I'm sick, I can get everywhere that I need to anyway. See, I, I do that because what I do is I've done the MSQ so many times now. Pro speed um, run strat. I, I have the pro speed run strats and I just use it to catch up on podcasts. Um, would that's a great extra life idea. That is a great extra life idea. Actually though, how far can I get in the game in 24 hours with a, with a fucking job boost? So when I first, the first time that I ever played 14 was about four years ago and I played it for 24 hours during extra life because flat told me to, and then didn't touch it again for another six months. I got to 30, by the way. Yeah, I was like, right. uh, yeah, it was like uh, the Russian guy from Rocky 2, or <laughs> where I just like went up to Shin and was like, I must break you. <laughs> Looking at him play Final Fantasy 14 <laughs> for 24 hours. <laughs> uh, I can say from my uh, personal experience, um, doing all of the post 2.0 patches, like 2.1 through 2.55. Um, I was able to do all of that and reach Heavensward before Heavensward had come out in like, I did it over a weekend 
Um, and because I use pro dual box strats, uh, I have in the past been able to blast two characters through all of Heaven's Word in about four days. And that was not characters that had been potions. And it's true. It's good shit. It, I mean, it's, it's not terrible shit. It's just, it's just, I can't, I can't do it again. But that being said, I mean, like a lot of your, a lot of your disdain prior to this patch was that you you were getting the burnout, but you have all new content to roll through. So to me, it's almost like you have this band aid. You don't have a, you don't have a cure to what's going to happen because you may, ha this may happen again in the few months after the, the patch wears down. Because you're not gonna, you're not gonna run savage raiding. You'll eventually not have. You're not gonna do the pagos. You're not gonna do any of the animus quest lines. So you're gonna not do any of that. And then eventually, you're gonna run out of stuff to do. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to despair. You know, I'm not trying to just like dishearten you. Like, no, ride, ride your, your, ride your happy wave. Go for it. I'm not trying to like, but I'm just like in reality thinking, like this may be a repeat offender soon. Like eventually, you're gonna be like, well, now I'm burning out again. Well, I do want to say what's really weird about it to me because it just raises so many questions about how I think and I don't have answers to is it's not, I'm not doing Omega. I did the burn, the the new dungeon with 4.4 that was announced in the patch notes. That's not a spoiler. No, uh, the burn and I, Suzaku were both announced prior. Yeah. I did that dungeon. I have not done Suzaku. I have not it's done fun. the other. You will I like Suzaku. I probably will. The music's good. I haven't done that. I haven't done the other dungeon they added this patch. I haven't done an EX roulette. I did the MSQ and then I immediately rerolled a character and am now blasting through fucking uh fucking no, it's not Heaven's Word, it's 2.0 content. So like I I don't know if it is the new content that gets me excited because 3.3 I also didn't do any of the new content except the MSQ but I wasn't really hype about the game so I don't know maybe maybe it's that they added the new crafted gear and it actually looks hingan and it's great and I need to make money for that maybe that's what it is Fine, did you no. see the, the the Omega gear the Omega gear looks pretty good the fucking tombstone gear looks amazing yeah, a, I think the Omega gear looks better than the tombstone gear it's the fucking Nero line from Ironworks yeah, but like I hated the Ironworks gear and I loved the Nero gear. So guess what? Nero fucking won. He won the fucking aesthetic war at least. True, he did. Because I can see Nero just not, not against Sid though. No, 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 Nero. No, come on. Nero was like, this is perfect. And snapped his fingers and made it so. And Sid was like, we're not releasing this. And Nero's like, it's already. No, it was already it was done. Like as Nero snaps his fingers and said, make it so and fucking Sid's like, wait a minute, we can't make this. It's like it's too late. It's already in production. That's how it went down. That's obviously how it went down. That's yeah. how it went down. That's why it looks so good. Listen, I, I, I noticed a real when I, I I mean, come on. Ironworks here is the best gear. It's always the best gear. I don't like the Ironworks gear because to me it's not cyberpunk enough. It's well, it's. I mean, it try. It's trying to be cyberpunk, but it's not enough, and it's mm. not. It's it's too close to cyberpunk, and too far from not being cyberpunk, and it just falls in this weird gap that I just don't fucking like it. Man, I. So uh, real quick, I I hopped over to uh, I hopped over to one of my old haunts for MMO news, and I I usually look at their 
their list of like what's what's trending in MMOs right now. Like it, they have like a, a quick top seven, just like what's because that's based on their forums, just like what's getting a lot of chatter. And it's Ashes of Creations number one, Pantheon, Rise of the Fallen is number two, Chronicles of Valeria is number three, Saga of Lucimia is number four, Crow Falls five, Camelot Unchained is six, and Lineage Eternal, Twilight Res- Resistance is seven. So these are probably... You also hear Lineage 2 classic servers are coming out. They are out, really? Yeah, they announced that today. Holy shit. Can, can, I, can I ask something that might be a stupid question? Yep. Eight. Ashes of Creation is the one that we talked about like straight up like a year ago, right? We did a show. Probably. We did a show. There wasn't any Final Fantasy news. So Shin and I did a show where we talked about other MMOs that were coming out, um, which isn't, you know, you know, it, so uh, so essentially, all right, so like Ashen's of Creation is like the, so the two games that I think we focused on the most were Chronicles of Valyria and Ashes of Creation, because those are the two games that Shin and I are looking at. I'm looking at Ashes of Creation. Shin's looking at Chronicles of Valyria for very two different reasons. Uh, for me, Ashes of Creation has a player-driven world. Like the world offers this system, which is similar a little bit to the EverQuest Next system, where if you're all like if let's say all of us are requesting in a zone, we can build that zone up. It'll may start off as like a couple of tents, and it'll build up to a, a small township and to a city, and then it goes for, further and so forth. It'll add new quests, new dungeons can get unlocked, but it's all based on where people are questing, and those areas get built up. Now, if other areas get built up, it'll take resources from those areas and they'll shrink back down because they're not being quested in. So there could be new dungeons and new zones and new areas to travel in. Um, so it's a like, very re- it's a reactive experience. It's all story arcs revolve around that. So they're trying to make unique story servers. So wh- our server could be different from all of our other friend servers because whatever they're doing on that server could be completely different because they're leveling in different zones, doing different things. So it's going to be a reactive game, and I like that. That sounds that sounds like it'd be really cool from a PVE perspective, and it sounds like it'd be fucking exhausting from an RP perspective. But you think that, but it's not necessarily that because when they were developing EverQuest Next, they were taking RP into consideration. Like that was part of their thing. Like we want you to be able to RP in that type of world. It's the same thing because a lot of the people that I think that left uh, ever, you know, when EverQuest Next wasn't a thing, I think a lot of these people went over to Ashes of Creation because I think the pillars the same. <laughs> so. uh, it's not so much of having every single server can RP the same thing. It's that within your server, your RP is unique. So if you went to another server, it would be a completely different story from what your per server would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that, like, with with regards to FF14 things, I try to tie my RP to things that I have control over to an extent because I don't really like if my story is, like, supremely out of my hands, like, completely out of my hands. And on a server like that, you the way that you you the way you describe it, it makes the game sound like it's definitely not something that just one person has an effect on. It's the entire server collectively. It does. So yeah. if I'm if I make a character and I plop down in this town and the town starts dying out, then regardless of how I wrote that character, regardless of what I did, regardless of what I do, I have no control over whether or not that town grows or dies out, and I kind of just have to leash myself to that. Well, safe. Here, here's the beauty of that, and this is gonna blow your fucking mind. The essentially the idea is that that they would want you to rally people to go fucking build that place back up. They're trying. They're trying to. 
they're trying to reinforce the fact that MMOs should be MMOs. They should be massively multiplayer. They're or at least multiplayer. Like you should, the experience should be not about you but about everyone. So your character should be the person of I. My character's based in this town. Well, I'm gonna save this fucking town and make this town thrive. So that's the and idea. That sounds, it. and that sounds interesting, and that sounds great from a PVE perspective. Um, but that is also why I don't like MMOs. Well, from a from a from an RP perspective, right? You wouldn't be basing your decision based on what's going to happen with that town or what has happened with that town, right? Like you could base it onto what has happened to that town up until this point, but at that point, then you have to build it. Basically, that the world's alive, right? You can't say this is the state of Limsa and it's always going to be Limsa is always going to be like this. They decide to destroy an entire city tomorrow. You have no control over that. That's true. They but can with do that. this, you have the ability of actually trying to do it. So you could actually have your character involved with the world. And you know what? Maybe your character fails to actually affect change, but they were actually involved with the events that led up to whatever change did happen. Well, that would be appealing if it was a game where literally everyone was RPing, period. Like that would be interesting. Well, I think part of it is that they actually are going to have RP servers so that you will have that experience. That and that's something like other MMOs do. Remember, they have like separated not all MMOs, but majority of MMOs tend to have separated servers where it's like, all right, well, this server is PVE, this server is PvP, and this server, well, this server is RP. And and then there's RP PvP servers, which don't get me started on that. That's a whole that's a whole fucking whole new can of worms but essentially i mean the idea is that this that entire server would be that and they would do that and it's something that final fantasy doesn't have right balmung's the it's still i mean you could say it's the official but it's the unofficial rp server but it's the main unofficial rp server because it's not seen as the official rp server through square enix's eyes and it never will be because square enix doesn't look at their servers that way they don't look at them as this is specified to do this one thing it's just that the community flocked there because it was so populated and since it was so populated it became the rp server and gilgamesh became the secondary to that one um but it just stayed a high population server and i think the rp is still there but i don't think it's as big as balmung's and it's as rp is across all the servers in some way or fashion because there is no tag that's what i think square enix looks looks at it it's like well we can have rp across all our servers it doesn't matter how big the server is or how little the server is there's some form of rp going on somebody's going to have a bar somebody's going to have this so i mean the i mean there's a reason why they've released those tags and stuff for estates because they want people to immerse themselves it doesn't matter what server you're on they want people to do that other mmos don't see that there you know there's a fear of rping on a non-rp server in wow because you can get made fun of in chat people won't take you seriously in an rp server that's different you can go there and rp and people will be like yeah i'm down with this fuck yeah we'll rp it out and it doesn't matter who you interact with because everybody's rping everybody everybody you can walk up to anybody and have an interaction and have a story with them and that is a thing and it's strange how final fantasy developed their game around rp versus how i would say a western a western company as blizzard or tryon or with rift i think even had rp separated rp servers um the eq have separated rp they do right they did yeah so even then i mean it's, it's the same thing it's you know a lot of western mmos tend to do that they, they give those servers to the people who want to do that where final fantasy looks at it as anybody can do it anywhere so that makes sense. I, I get what you're getting at. Um, 
I, I did want to say, since I have uh, decided that this is the episode that I am I am headlining, uh, our our fucking show notes have one more thing that we should probably move on to. Mm-hmm. I made a lovely little. I even put a, a segue gif in here. Yeah, I don't see the gif. Really, it's a really. Oh, I get it. Right, right. I don't know why it's a horse, but okay. Because it was better than the actual segue gifts. Yeah. I mean, we, we have Brahamit here too. We should talk to Brahamit, not just say it. I mean, Brahamit, do you have any uh, of the, yeah, do you have any of these issues as well? I mean, you probably haven't been playing, so I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. He literally yeah, he literally in logged in twice in the past two months. His opinions are relevant. Let's talk with the crucible about themselves and Maelstrom Radio. Where yeah. where they would like to see you guys go. Wow, that's yeah, where really would you for me to read from your yeah. perspective. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I was just too busy having sex with a woman. Oh. Mm. Took you a while, didn't it? <laughs> I, 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 it's, that's a good thing for her, I guess. I. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm not going to do it, buddy. You haven't yeah. pissed me off enough. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't, True. Leave that yeah. for the closing thoughts. Save it for yeah. private. Yeah. You, you don't want to piss off your cuddle buddy in Vegas. <laughs> Those that's our private burn. I have a question. Do you use big spoon, little yeah, if it spoons? Burns, you should get or, that checked out. Or do you butt to butt? Um, I kind of just sleep on my back in uh-huh. general because yep. anything else doesn't really work much for me. Got it. Uh, and I had this really wonderful moment when I was staying with him in Dallas, uh-huh. where it was the middle of the night, and he just reached over and grabbed my hand. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is <laughs> this is what what's uh what's go what mm, huh." And then I realized that he was just asleep and flailing wildly in his sleep as he then rolled over and started like punching his pillow. And it was really fucking weird. You said it was purposeful how I reached for your hand. You did felt like it was. (laughs) It was kind of heartbreaking. In in my head, I had this moment where Safe was like half asleep and he feels like a hand touches and it looks over and it's Brohamit's hand. And he's like, Senpai? I I was I was wide awake. I was wide awake. I wasn't half asleep. That's why it was so wild. (laughs) Oh, okay. You're wide awake and you're like senpai. And then probably deserts. Yeah. You know, if things were different, I'm pretty sure. If he was still single when when that sleeping in the same bed thing happened, the revel would have (laughs) begun. No. Muhammad is very straight. I'm sorry, buddy. Much to his dismay. I don't know what you're talking about. So anyway. <laughs> no, uh, no, no chicken. Also, I would no, just chicken. Confirm, no, no chicken. No I, chicken. I, I would just like to confirm. It, you can't play chicken in certain play. circumstances. I would just like to confirm for the chat that uh, I don't know anyone that is more a bottom than Muhammad. Um and I was, you know, I'm going to go ahead and spoil this because I don't think yes, she's listening. Do. Para. Uh, even para. I'm going to go ahead and spoil this because I don't think she's listening. I was planning on getting your girlfriend uh, for Christmas. I was going to buy her a really big, really heavy pair of Doc Martens so that she could step on your face with them. Because that's a gift to both of you. Joke's on you. I'm going to have her listen to this episode after the fact. Oh, don't do that. She already hates me. I really don't want her to hate me more. Does she really hate you? Did we discuss this? She can't possibly hate you. 
I fucked up really bad because I was really nervous. And like when so I get to Dallas and she's the one that drives me back to where the fucking Airbnb was. Mm -hmm. And it's an hour long drive, which I did not realize it was going to be. And she didn't realize it was going to be. And so I'm just sitting there really nervous. Like I really, really don't want to upset Rahman's girlfriend because Mm -hmm. everything he said, she seems really cool. She sounds really cool. I don't want her to hate me. Cause that would just be, that would just be really bad. That would just be really bad. And so then I just start blurting out stupid bullshit in a panic and being too much myself. And I probably came across as crazy because I would get halfway through saying things and go, I can't fucking say this. This is nuts. This is going to make me look like I'm nuts. And so I just shut up and then ask like really awful small talk questions. (laughs) At At one point she asked me if I was the one who was sending Brohamit those weird pornographic messages and then very seriously asked me to explain what the hell was going on with that. And I had to explain to her what Vor was. And <laughs> that was not one of my best life experiences. <laughs> you know what's Brahamit, funny? Do you wish you were in the car? Yes. Oh, Brahamit, yeah. it's, the best part is now you can make it make her listen to this and she'll probably feel bad for safe. So you can... Like, She's not going to feel bad for me. I really earned that. I fucked yeah, up he so bad. I was panicking so hard. So you decided to explain explaining Vor? She, I had to. She asked. What was I going to say? That's true. Did that's I'll tell that's, you when you're older? That's, no, no, you that's, tell her to ask <laughs> That's true. No, well, I mean, that's like when I had to explain what, you know. No, no, no. You tell her that you are not allowed to explain it because other than other... Uh, Otherwise, Brahamit's surprise would be ruined. No, well, hell <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. No, the problem For is, all I knew she already knew what it was, and she was just wanting to make me uncomfortable or wanting to. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. This thought process is why I was panicking the entire fucking drive. To be fair, I also had to explain what spit roasting was to Emmy, and that was the worst experience ever because no one else wanted right. to stare. Emmy was like, "Someone tell me," and I was like, "Fine, I'm just gonna do it." So. I did it. I I wonder. I wonder. Oh if yeah, she I went Googled to it already by then. I went to um, Austin over Memorial Day weekend, and I had sushi with Emmy. Oh, how'd that go? It was fun. No vor. first time I've had revolving revolving sushi. Yeah. No. No so, vor or spit yeah. <laughs> took place. Uh, the show notes say that I that we're supposed to tell you guys where we would like to see you go. Hell is not appropriate. Neither is Ishgard. Yeah. I wasn't going to say either of those things, just for the record. I like you guys okay. more than that. Um, I would very much like if Maelstrom Radio went in a direction that uh, featured more often their charming, dashing, gallant, delightful co-hosts, The Crucible. Uh, um, I was thinking that you were talking about like someone Dylan? else. Dylan? <laughs> hey, having Dylan on the show more is a great idea. I agree. Mm-hmm. There should at least be one competent person. Yeah. Yeah, but we can't have chili on every week. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It, you know, we need to make our own podcast and invite chili onto the first episode just to keep the tradition going. Yeah. You should start a new goes. podcast every week and just invite chili, chili on. The chili cast. Yeah, just just start a new podcast. This every week, week we have chili on to discuss his favorite chili recipes. Yeah. This week, this week we have Chili on to ask him how he manages to get on every single podcast. Make a podcast about nuts. We'll just talk about nuts and invite Chili on. What's your favorite nut, Chili? Actually, no. I don't. We already we're already starting to plan. Whenever we get over to like 
that area of the world. We're going to go and do a live podcast from Nando's. That's right. Yeah, we were asked to come over to the UK and do a, a live podcast with Chili and Paul at, at a Nando's. That would be amazing. And I, I would, would do this. Yeah. I would I would give so much to witness that. Um, I, I mean, I also I mean, we are going to do the Zantetsuken cast as soon as I get back from FanFest, like probably the literal next day. Um, assuming I don't have like the worst con flu ever, which will probably happen. Um, um, I returned from Vegas 2016 with a one with a 103.4 fever. Yeah, I, I remember not anything. I remember not feeling great, but I don't right. remember. Uh, my feet were sore, but I ended up grabbing emergency like the 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 day that Chin left because I was there an extra day. So I grabbed emergency beers. Uh, uh, went to the uh, Coca Cola. World. Went to M M M and M World. Went to there. I was like, I can get custom M and M's. And gonna, Coke. And Coke. Oh, that. Okay, we I, all need to go to that one cantina in Vegas that serves margaritas. You you did I, you did just remind me that mm-hmm. I made the mistake of wearing motorcycle boots to FanFest and Ooh. no. It was the first day of the con I already had blisters. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't do that again. Um because hey, as hey, I hey, like kids. to say he does not understand consequences. Hey kids, don't don't rip open your blisters. It doesn't make them heal faster. Doesn't. Uh, I will, I will say this. Uh, I mean, you guys have been kind of like on a small hiatus. Uh, are you? Do you have anything coming up? We should Hi- hiatus is a word. Uh, we're planning to. We we don't want to like openly say who we're working with. Maybe kind of hopefully, we're we're absolutely begging for their help. Uh, but yeah, no, we're October is going to be our second anniversary, and we're hoping uh that it will be something other than just an unforgivable shit show like maybe like a fun shit show or a amusing you know like this show (laughs) this is why when we come on brohamet only talks to snipe at you guys Mm -hmm. that's why i talk over him all the time because i'm so happy to be here that i want to get invited back and he's i think that it's i'm starting to wonder if it's not a case if he just hates being on fucking stream and is going out of his way to burn as many bridges as he can no it's fine i've it's seen a fun play, game i like I, I, i've seen him play spider-man he loves being on stream <laughs> that's true he does like being on stream uh no well, that was a great weekend and, and no ser- and seriously to, to ask the question like we we are heading towards 100 after 100 we haven't announced anything in in solid form we gave a little hint to the f f f f x i v content creator group we kind of gave like shouldn't kind of give a little nugget of what like a part of the cornerstone of future MR is, but where, honestly, where would you like to see us go besides you guys? Um, as far as like what direction I'd want to see your content go, mm-hmm. I would be super down to see you guys expand into new fields that you haven't touched before. Like you guys have talked before about how you play tabletop games, like earlier in this fucking str- uh, podcast. And like, I think some stream tabletop would be rad as hell. Uh, Roll20 is a pretty good fucking tool for that. If you can find someone who has the patience to make games on Roll20. Um, I mean, I have an account and I could totally, I mean, maybe that could happen. Maybe. I would like to see Mealstrom Radio become an actual thing. Oh, Same. absolutely. Uh, we also have to celebrate Thanksgiving this year. We, we dropped the yes. ball last year. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah, we did forget about that. Wait, wait. Thanks we're all going to be in Vegas by Mealstrom Radio. 
Yes. Oh, we are yes. going to be in Vegas. That's I, good shit. I, I am, listen, the, I travel back that Monday, but I have that rest that whole week off. And Thanksgiving is only on Thursday, so I am off that entire week. Like, so Monday I'm back. I'll fucking celebrate th- Thanksgiving all fucking week long. All week. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Listen. I'll fucking hey if anyone wants to celebrate Thanksgiving with me while I'm in uh, Vegas for FanFest, uh, it's gonna be my Don't. birthday. So I am so down if anyone's interested. Yeah, there Wait, is. Wait, do we that. have to get tied up or are we getting turkey? Mm, Which part of Thanksgiving yes. are we celebrating? <laughs> yes. Which part of Thanksgiving do you think is the most important? I, I have the butcher's. Time. I wasn't here last year I think for it's it. The remember, friends we made along the way. Yeah, someone's gonna get rigged up. <laughs> Let's not get tied up in the details, all right? If you want to oh, be yeah, if you want to be a rope buddy, email show at maelstromradio.com. <laughs> Let us know now. We'll get that set up. If you want safe <laughs> You know what? <laughs> no, no, you started this. Finish. Your girlfriend's already going to listen to this cuz you're going to make her listen to this. Oh god, this is going to be the come worst. On. Come on, come on, buddy. No, out with it. You. Out with it. You, you started. You, you can't leave all of the listeners and everyone hanging. Listen. Of course you can. That's what Thanksgiving's all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's not Thanksgiving yet. Yeah. He's into those fucking... No, no, no. He's into the suspension. That's what Shin's talking about. Yeah. If you were into things less vanilla than a goddamn French vanilla milkshake, you would have an idea of what he was talking about. What about vanilla cream? Hey, French vanilla has caramel on it. It does? No, hazelnut. It does? Hazelnut and vanilla. Yeah, French vanilla is the mixture of hazelnut and vanilla. I learned that working at a coffee shop. Well, fuck. Yeah, Brahma isn't Tavor. That's correct, Kane Thorbreaker. Thank you for saying that. Kane Thorbreaker. Kane Thorbreaker, always here, always got my back. Yeah, pretty sure. No, no, he was asking because he wasn't sure, but no, Kane, it's safe. That's the Vor guy. I'm not into Vor. Stating back. Uh huh. I'm not into Vor. I aggressively don't enjoy Vor. Not only am I not into Vor, I am aggressively opposed to Vor. He's tried multiple times. Sounds like you're covering up. Have you ever been? You know, up? I do remember that one time when we were at the museum, and uh-huh. you were talking an awful lot to someone about eating. Yeah, I like food. Well, uh-huh. safe, safe enjoys hors d'oeuvres, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey, uh, you also mentioned agriculture at one point. Don't you fucking dare! <laughs> I don't, don't know. do it. I don't. I don't know what this is, but I feel like I should probably. I, that, no. I think, think we should probably pull up before this starts crashing. All right. Well, uh, starts. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, I want to we say have low expectations. Already. We do, but I, I want to say this before we we roll out completely. Uh, the part of the reason we invited you guys on is because you, on our way to show 100, you guys did fill in a lot for what while Shin was out last year. Uh, between moving and vacation and uh, I want to thank you because we wouldn't have made it to show 100 if you guys weren't here to like help pick up the slack and yeah, we'd be on like 50 something yeah <laughs> uh, so uh, you know honestly thank you both because not only you guys are, are good friends uh, you know you guys are entertaining and a blast to have on the show 
and you guys uh you know you roll with the punches there's never been a show where i'm like this is gonna be a fucking dull show you guys will just fucking come on and just bullshit for an hour and it and it, and it works uh so uh even when we did have like strong topics like rp and stuff you guys deliver so i you know we we thank you honestly we really do thank you guys um for being a part of maelstrom radio and uh being a part of like the guys who help out in the content community um and you know We'll, you know, excited to see you guys at fucking uh, at FanFest. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I just want to let you know that we are always ready to come around and save your show. Uh, I, ju- I just want to say that I am very excited to meet you guys in FanFest or at FanFest. Um, so we missed you last time. Yeah, I we didn't. We didn't know anybody last time. Like. Musecast was there. You guys are there. We were there, but we yeah, just, we all met up. Like oh. the rest of us, all met up. We met Musecast and PDR and Chili. I'm I met Klaus, but that was mysterious. it from PDR. We had mysterious sushi adventures. I actually have a uh, friend that's going to be there that I don't think is going to go to FanFest, and I am super looking forward to meeting them. Celebrating Thanksgiving with them. Listen. What they don't know can't hurt them yet. Oh no, they definitely know. There, there is no way in hell that Thanksgiving would ever be a surprise. I would not do that to someone. Yeah, you that would go very wrong. You, you don't just show up. At, <laughs> you just don't show up at twenty-five feet of soft nylon rope and say, "Let's well, surprise." <laughs> yeah, you don't do that. You don't. You don't do that. You don't do that. No, but you do. In your car in your area is you keep that 25 feet of soft nylon rope in your trunk in case you're out you're hanging out with someone and they're like hey what about soft nylon rope and you're like hey you know i'm you gotta have murderer. things ready sometimes yeah. i'm not a murderer i'm just really into thanks shipping yeah honestly you can- i'm not a murderer i'm just prepared if anybody I asks do have you- a hatchet in my trunk too but that's mostly for like emergency situations I, if somebody asked me if I had why I had twenty five feet of nine long rope in my trunk, I'd be like, "That's just in case I need to tow my car to something." <laughs> I don't think nylon rope would hold a car. They're like, "Why is it so soft?" It was like, "Well, you know, my supple hands." <laughs> oh my god! Hands uh, getting a lot of moisturization over there, Flatus. <clears throat> So you can find the crucible at uh, <laughs> <laughs> www.thecrucible.com. Is it thecrucible.com or thecrucibleffxiv.com? Which is it? Uh, www.thecrucibleffxiv.tumblr.com. Oh, no, no. Oh, just .com. Crucibleffxiv on Twitter. No, it's it's Tumblr.com. No, no, we, no, uh, no, no, no. You got brother. We fucking gave you a dot com. We're working on it. Yeah, but it still goes to your Tumblr. It goes right there. Just go. Just drop oh, it does. T- oh yes. shit. Yes. Uh, they <laughs> Welcome to the, the crucible. Yeah, I, I made that. Remember? Give me. Oh. Well, shit. Thanks. You're, le- you're legit. You, you don't. Even- <laughs> You, 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 you've been dot comed. We're not ungrateful. We're just stupid. 
We're not. We're really not ungrateful. We're just fucking idiots. If that's not the tagline for the Crucible, I don't know what it is. <laughs> the Crucible. We're not ungrateful. We're just stupid. <laughs> can can ep, can the title be episode ninety seven? We're not ungrateful. We're just stupid. Sure, we have a lot of things. I to prefer through. idiots over stupid. It just it just seems to roll better. That's true. Idiots does roll better. We can also be found at Crucible FFXIV on Twitter and at the cruci- or twitch.tv slash the Crucible FFXIV. And we also have a Facebook that perplexingly is massively more popular than everything else that we have, Somehow. which confuses me because we don't fucking do anything for the Facebook audience special. We probably should because that would be smart, but I don't understand Facebook. Do a giveaway. Also, I've been streaming intermittently Rise of the Tomb Raider, or Shadow of the Tomb Raider, on our Twitch. Oh, you have? Yes, just like I've been streaming fucking Spider-Man, asshole. Man, I'm so glad that you're there to pick up the slack on something for once. I had a whole emotional journey and you just missed it. I really did, but yeah. I mean, you missed a whole lot too, so go fuck yourself. Yeah. Also, I just want to make sure that everyone who's listening to this understands that the only reason the Crucible continues to exist successfully in any capacity whatsoever is because of our team member, Thancred, who is so fucking awesome and we really, really appreciate, um, and who doesn't show up on broadcasts and things with us, but is no less important for it. Like, oh my God, we would be completely lost without her. Thank her. It is good. True fact for if, you know, uh, I just, I'm not going to beg for money, but if we do start making money, uh, I'm the biggest reason I want to start making money in some capacity at some point, somehow, some way is because thank deserves to be compensated for fucking work. Holy shit. We don't make money yet. It all goes back into this. None of us True. make money. No, it all goes back. to this. I don't make money. I just make mistakes. Yeah, usually the truer words have never been spoken. Yeah. Well, I do that, take writing commissions though. Well, after the shameless promotion from the Crucible, I if anyone, we, if anyone, if anyone's into thank shipping writing, or a stadium, you know, thank shipping. It was a cold, sunless day in the frozen hellscape. I'm gonna fucking card. stab you. <laughs> Oh my god, that's fantastic! What? What? Oh, uh, that was amazing. Uh, by the way, if somebody donates a hundred dollars to Shin or, or to our uh, extra life, mm, we have a much higher number for that. For that thing, how much higher? For reading that. For this, for reading the story I sent you guys. Oh no, we have a copy. No, 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 no. <laughs> for reading the safe Estinian fanfic. <laughs> oh no, we have a copy. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? We have a copy. <laughs> hey, Brahamit. Hey. My car's fixed up, so I'll be able to come down and see you real soon. Oh, come on over, boo-boo. So, uh, live, uh, live this extra is, this life. This is a hatchet emergency. The, if you want to listen to the He's safe... He's going to need a city. fucking extra life. <laughs> All right, I'll just tell my girlfriend to come over. You'll be too scared to come in. God, don't send her this podcast, please. <laughs> It's so funny. He has such a strong defense against you, and all of a sudden you throw your girlfriend into the mix. And all he's like, he whimpers down into a kitten. He's like, no, I can't do this. 
I, listen, what is he man. doing here in those strange listen, clothes? Man. Why is there Rohan? an urchin passed out outside of the broom? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> listen. Listen, man, Brahamit's an asshole, but his girlfriend is so much better than him, and it just feels wrong to be responsible for any kind of negativity that she experiences. Oh, ho- hold on a se- hold it's on a second. True. She made me a Spider-Man cake when the game came out to celebrate. Wow. She is so fucking good to you. Yo, bro. Uh, she is. Yo, bro, fucking, you throw a ring on that shit. <laughs> you find a ring, and you throw it. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, there's a couple of questions in chat real quick. Uh, Kane wants to know why 90 singer Sade is a Vorphelia. <laughs> I don't know, Kane. I don't know why Sade from the 90s is uh, in Devor. Uh, also, Feeny wants to know, is Brohamit's girlfriend single? Uh, you could ask. But uh, while we try to figure out these questions and, uh, you know, and everything else to the universe uh, next time, uh, you know what? We'll, we'll have Paul Metal at answer why bro is Brohamit's girlfriend single on next week's show. Uh, I don't want to know why Paul Metal has an answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> guess, guess everyone here will have to tune in to find out. Uh, so if you need to watch this weekly, you can find us here at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, that's 9.30 Eastern. Uh, our show is recorded, and of course, it's up on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our blog, or our website, really, is up at www.maelstromradio.com. You know, it's got some links to things like Discord and Twitter, but just in case you're lazy and you really just want to go to Twitter, you can find us at, at maelstrom underscore radio. We tweet things. Sometimes other people tweet things, uh, which we're still having issues with. Um... Facebook at facebook.com forward slash maelstrom radio and of course twitch.tv forward slash maelstrom radio. We are barreling down that, you know, come down to that line of 100. So uh, we're excited. Uh, it's going to be good times. Don't know what's going to happen there, but you know. Well, I know. Should knows. Sorry yeah, that the episode went 30, 45 minutes beyond when it was supposed to go that's no okay. i'm apologizing to shin not no, you. it only went oh. 25 minutes over yeah that's fine i can edit we started late i'll just edit out oh, anything yeah i'll just edit i'll just edit it's fine are you, are you just gonna edit out everything that doesn't make me sound like an I, asshole we'll just have the intro the news and then the exit <laughs> that would be funny as shit <laughs> as long as bro, we keep bro, exhibit Brahmit sends this to his girlfriend and she's like he i don't understand it your friend didn't even talk <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep in the part you talked about 3D women. This is <laughs> there we go. Oh no, that wasn't on recording, was it? Oh no, that's recorded. No, nobody heard it. Wasn't it wasn't live, but it was recorded. If you want to find out no. what Safe said about 3D women, <laughs> listen to the iTunes recording. Patreon.com. You know, no, you can't put that in the iTunes stuff because it would end up becoming too long. It, I mean, no one. I can cut that down to five minutes. Tuck it right in someplace. Yeah, but it's already too long. I mean, you could always just split this into two episodes and then no, pretend that nobody. No, this is pretend that Paul Metal sounds like Paul Metal and Chili sound like two. <laughs> no, just have it be uh, episode ninety-seven and anyway. episode ninety-seven point five, yeah, okay. and then if you need to skip a week. <laughs> I'm gonna end the show. I'm just gonna I'm gonna end the show. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and mute these uh, chuckle fucks. <laughs> just bye, bye, everyone. Shin, you gonna say bye to people? Goodbye. There, there it is. There. <laughs>
Mute them. Jesus. Do one of these and end this show. Uh, we learned a lot today. What? I don't know, but we learned it. Uh, but I want to say thank you again to The Crucible uh, for helping us out and helping us get towards show 100. Uh, please go go check out their content, their their Twitch, their their website. Uh, you know, they're they're gonna do some cool stuff coming up. So, um, with everything being said, I'm excited for next week when Chili and Paul from Moogle Round will be here. But as always, till sea swallows all. Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.